was. We have babies in the in the studio here, Sophia. <laughs> yeah, and that was with that was with a Spanish accent too. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. See. <laughs> that would be good. Oh, oh see. <laughs> All right. Everyone has to use Spanish on this call. Let's roll, Chris. Ready? Uh oh, in Spanish. Uh Tu escuchas a La Profit First Podcast. Bienvenidos, amigos. Es episode cuatro y cinco. Oh, yes. Mm. No. Ah. Oh. Boom. Si. Sí. I'm impressed. Si. Sí. Bienvenidos. Soy Cristobal y tú estás uh, Miguel McAllowitz. Y mi amigo es Chris Caron. Chris, thanks for having me on here. I am the author or auteur de uh, Profit First. Um, Profit Primo. To, yes. By the way, this isn't a Spanish show if you're listening no. for the first no. time. And Sophie, Sophie is like, what the hell are yeah. you saying? She's like, what just happened? I know. She didn't understand gold, though. Gold. Right. So welcome, everyone, to the Profit First Podcast. I am Chris Kern. I'm the founder of Fractal Recording. And I'm Mike McCallis, the author of Profit First. And you know what we do on this show is we talk about profitability, every angle you can think of, how to get there. And we talk about it from every perspective, including today's guest, what's going on in Mexico to drive profitability for people individually, personal finances. And I'll tell you, I don't care where you're sitting in the world right now, today, this is going to translate to what you need to do in your own personal life and in your business. That's right. And, and, oh, and Christina's here today, too. Hey there. Hey, Christina. Hola. Hola. <laughs> Bienvenida. 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 It's, the V is more like a B. It's a Bienvenida. Bienvenida, no, Bienvenida. Christina. Yeah, well, well, oh, so, by the way, our podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio and our website, ProfitFirstPodcast.com, which has... You, just if, Show notes, if you, pictures. Last episode, we have our, our guest who drew a, grew a $140 million business in his skivvies. <laughs> oh, very popular photo. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to go to the ProfitFirstPodcast.com. And you know, this show is sponsored by, or I shouldn't say sponsored, supported by yes. our corporate partners, including... Nextiva. And including... Fundera. And also including... T-Sheets. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> These companies have been with us for literally every single episode supporting us through this venture and helping businesses go profitably. So a big shout out to them and thank you for your support. Hey, Chris, what have you been up to, my brother? Oh, man, I'm moving from New Jersey to oh, Colorado sorry. Springs. Mm. You've been talking about that for a while. Is that legitimately happening now? It, well, the, we, we, we're buying a house. The closing date is set. The movers are hired. It's It's happening. <laughs> Fantastic. That's, we should have a packing party cuz I'm moving too. <laughs> yeah, Christina's moving. You're moving. We'll do the uh, a pack packing crawl. We'll crawl yes, from one house exactly. to the next. <laughs> yeah. Well, With we're going to miss you, brother. Boxes and duct tape and what else do you need? <laughs> we'll miss you having you here. You were my, they can take they got take you out of your house too. It seems well, like it's a fashion to move yeah. out of town. Right? Are you are you threatening me, guest? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we haven't even introduced Who yet. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> Sophia Masius is like already threatening me. I will take you out of your house. <laughs> See, that's how we roll on the show. We we start the show. We leave the the guest mic on. We just leave it on. <laughs> we leave the mic on. We forgot to mute him. Well, let me do a formal introduction. And um, 
Sophia, before I do this introduction, when I did that video for you and I did my Spanish, I spoke in Spanish for a little bit, uh, you said something about my accent. What what do you say about my accent? It was so cute because it was like it, it was like Hola, eh, I, I, I'm 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 gonna. This is a book of an author of Pequeño Cerdo Capitalista, and it was like so cute. I wanted to adopt you almost. Oh my God! You are uh, tú es mi hermana de de madre diferente. That means you're Exacto. my mother. Yeah, basically you're my sister from a different mother, oh, as opposed nice. to brother from a different from mother. Yeah, mister. gracias. But so, <laughs> so Sofia Macias uh, is from the wonderful country of Mexico. Actually, if I can pick my top favorite countries, they are. United States, mm -hmm. Mexico, <laughs> and I think, and I think, I think Germany, yeah, um, wow. or, or maybe Jamaica. I don't know. Ooh. The Mexican people are phenomenally kind and giving people. I get an email from this Mexican person. I don't know who it is. Her name's Sophia, uh, and she says, "Hey, read your book, Profit First. I'd love to talk to you in six months from now because I'm going on a honeymoon uh, for like the next year." <laughs> and I'm like, "This is like, am I being set up or something?" <laughs> So I email her back. I do some research. I'm like, "Whoa, this woman is legit. I mean, too legit to quit." To quit. I check out her book, which is now it's for my English-speaking friends here. I'm going to say the title. Okay. It's going to sound cute in Spanish, and then you have to, Christina, translate this. Oh, no. Okay, into English. <laughs> she is the autor de Pequeño Cerdo Capitalista. Financies. Oh. No, did I say that correctly? That's cute. It's Perfect, cute. But more Pequeño than cerdo cute. capitalista. Pequeño cerdo capitalista. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what's the name? Translate that, Christina, into English. Uh, the capitalist what? pig? Yes. So but cerdo. It's a little capitalist pig. And pequeño means little, right? Okay, so, small. so that's close. Yeah. The small capitalist. You yeah. small capitalist pig. <laughs> pig as in P I G. Yes. Yeah. And the subtitle is uh, Finanzas. Person, personales para hippies, or I guess it'd be hippies. Uh, upes. No, no, you said it correctly. Hippies, it's like in oh, English. It's pronounced hippies. Oh, yeah. all right. We have to stop the show right here, right now. <laughs> we, we just landed. A, we just landed a new client. Where's my Where's my bell? Really? Here it is. Yeah. Where's my buzzer? Right where's my buzzer? Damn dude, it. dude, there it jam there the it tune. Is. No, no, I can't jam the tune. I can't. There it is. All right. You want so Oh, there we go! New client, new client, new client, new client. Oh. So I'm so sorry during the introduction, Sophia. But we have a commitment here that every time we land a new client or member, that we play music. Uh, and Ron, my colleague here, the co-founder of Profit First Professionals, committed to landing two clients today, and he just landed the second one. So uh, oh, we're excited. Great. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, it's pronounced. It's pronounced hippies. Yeah, hippies like uh, the Woodstock hippies, hippies, yeah. yuppies, and bohemians. Okay, yuppies, yuppies, like yeah, like like the eighties yuppies, the ones that were in the movies of Wall Street. So, are these like like Jewish people that are like walking? <laughs> What's a Jew? <laughs> Okay, okay. No, it's, a it's more like young urban professionals. So, oh, professionals. So, yeah, yuppie. yuppie. Oh, <laughs> and then bohemians. That's a tongue twister right there. <laughs> That's right there. <laughs> In Bohemios, right? Uh huh. Is that did I pronounce it properly? Yeah. Well, in Spanish it would be Bohemios, but Bohemios. yeah, in, okay. in English, Bohemios. Bohemians. Okay. So 
Sophia, now that you're actually officially on the show, we just took you off mute. <laughs> For the 10-minute introduction. Instead, instead of crashing in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to welcome you. And I can't tell you, of, of all the guests we've ever had, I am so excited to have you on here. You you are prolific in your country and the impact you're having on people's personal finances. So welcome aboard officially. It's an honor to have you on our show. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. It's, it's, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Like, It's very funny because like all these... Um, communication started because I read Profit First and became an instant fan because it makes all sense with like personal finance for entrepreneurs. I think that, I mean, we like like this in this idea of, of brothers uh, separated in birth or mm-hmm. something like that. You think um, we we're separated in birth, me and you? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. We, 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 yeah. But I, th- I think I, I think you're a little bit younger, but yeah. Maybe. Oh right! Oh right! Yeah, there's thank a movie you. there actually. Yes, I think. Yeah. Separated birds. Yeah, like like the one of Arnold Schwarzenegger and and Danny DeVito. Yes. Like, those three. <laughs> we should create a movie like that. That would be hysterical. Oh, that would be hysterical. So tell us, how did you get started in helping people with their personal finances? It was really funny because I. I mean, I'm a journalist and I was working in, in a newspaper in Mexico called El Economista, which is like a, an economics uh, newspaper. It's not The Economist. It's like the same in Spanish, but not the same brand. And uh, I was a front page editor. So I had like tons of, of uh, news coming. And my sense was that people was not really getting useful stuff for daily life. Maybe they would know about mergers and acquisitions, about uh certain funds, certain banks, or whatever, but they would not like really know what should they do with their with their retirement plans or or which was like the best or worst credit card or why if you are just paying like the minimum uh, from your credit card, you will end up with a huge debt. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the meantime, it's very funny how newspapers work. Like you have like a if you're in the front page editor, you have um, kind of meeting at 11, an information meeting, and you start receiving like the, the news and choosing which would be the most important news. Then at 5 p.m. you have another one, or at least that's in Mexico. And But you would not get to work on the front page until 7 p.m. So I had those two hours of the day to really either scratch my belly or do something useful. And I decided to open a blog because there I was in my very early 20s and I saw that all my friends were really lost on personal finance but really lost like having huge uh, debts on credit cards and not a huge job so it was Mm -hmm. uh, everything was senseless so I started writing and and the blog that was the same that had the same name as my book Pequeño Cerdo Capitalista started growing with a lot of followers Uh, but then I left for for my master's in France and I was really gonna leave my project there. I was just writing like once a month or something for the blog. But then it was like some instant magical thing that happened. And somebody wrote a review for the blog on uh, on the news on the magazine of a, of, a, of an airplane, of an airline company. Uh, well, and then like coincidences are more like I don't know. Things that should happen. I don't know. I'm yeah, sure. serendipity would yeah. be the word. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there, it, like in that flight, where that magazine was placed, the um, Fernando Estevez, which is which was like the the director of Santillana, my first publisher, 
like he saw the article and he was like wow this is awesome just write an email to this girl and ask her if she wants to make a book now let me ask you did, did you did you personally go through financial struggles in your own life what I did go was through financial silliness because I did stupid things. Like my mm. my second or third blog from Pequeño Cerdo Capitalista was called uh, "Don't Be the Sleeping Be- the Bank's Sleeping Beauty." Because, okay. for example, like in when I was eighteen, I started saving for a trip to Europe. I was gonna go for forty days with my friends, and it's nice. that is still like a like a more like a. A fairy tale. Not once upon a time, there was a little princess that wanted to go to Europe with her friends. Blah blah blah. And but but what I basically did was like I worked as a teacher for two years uh, in a primary school. I I was I had like just two hours of classes each day while while I was in my university and I was saving my money to go to Europe on a trip. And I really had like an amazing time with my friends. It was an awesome trip. But when I came back and I started working in El Economista, I realized that if I had not been so silly, I would have invested that money. And like in that time, like the, the interest rates in Mexico were like 8% per year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was serious money. It was like for that time, I, I would have taken like 200 euros more from what I took. And when you're backpacking, really, it's the, a huge difference between sleeping in a hostel full of cucaracha and dirt and whatever <laughs> and and eating in mac uh mac not very nice restaurants mm-hmm. all the time so so really i understood that knowing like a little bit about money makes things much easier so any kind of dream you have it's easier if you have at least a bit of personal finance literacy so let's start off with credit card debt i mean that is so common throughout it seems the globe now, but in the, in the United States, for most of our listeners, credit card debt's a real issue. I understand it's true with so many of your readers, too. How do you start addressing and tackling and finally get rid of credit card debt? Well, uh, the chapter of my book is called the bank is, uh, the, bank is, the bank is Not Guilty for Your Debt. I mean, in Spanish, it doesn't sound that aggressive, <laughs> but right. in, in English it is, but, but a little bit, but it's a reality. You know? I, I wrote that post for my blog and I wrote it because I, I really received tons and tons of mails saying like, oh, this lousy bank, they gave me such a huge credit line and I used it and now they want to charge me. And I was like, of course, <laughs> but oh. nobody <laughs> put a gun in your head to, to use it. No. So first of all, I think that the first thing to go out of debt is to understand that you're responsible for your financial situation. And that and that's not only regarding debt, it, it's regarding also investments and whatever. So after that, you can, of course, say that banks sometimes are very abusive. Sometimes they have huge rates. Like in United States, I think that the very expensive rates are like 12% a year. Right. But our rates are like our low rates in Mexico are from 11% per year to 52% per year. 52%? Oh, wow. per- yeah. That almost yeah, sounds it's... illegal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, almost. I mean, <laughs> it, yeah, listen, it's if huge. You, if your interest rate is that high, can people get out of that or is it just impossible? Is it just not doable, Sophia? No, they, they do get out of that. But what they do have to understand is that it will be harder than in any, in any other country. And besides, well, what they have to do is really 
they have to, re to first to address which is the, the, the exact cause of their debt. Did they really uh, misuse credit? Because some people like get into debt because they don't know which is their due date. They don't know when do they have to pay, so they don't pay on the on time, and then they charge them like higher interest than there are, there are already. Uh, some of them really spend more than they could afford. Some of them do not have an emergency fund, so every time they have an emergency, they use their credit card. And sorry, guys, credit cards mm -hmm. are not for emergencies. Credit cards are payment media. Uh, 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 I mean, not payment. So. So really, you need a fund for that. You need a little bit of savings for that, even if it's small. But it's better to have small savings than using your card every time because you will have to pay interest if you cannot pay it on time. So uh, a lot of people did because of that. And amazingly, in Mexico, one of the highest causes of debt is lending money. Like lending money. Your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, your boyfriend. First of all, how do you know I had a boyfriend? <laughs> that was crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Whoever, I mean. <laughs> like, they come, they come and ask you for money, and you say, okay, you can use my credit card. And they right. never pay you back. So that's something I always tell people from Pequeño Cerdo Capitalista. Like, it's good to have a, a kind heart, but... Come on, Interesting. Okay, Have you ever got caught in that <laughs> trap, Sophia? Did you no, ever? No, no, no. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, Juan, that is my husband. He has mm -hmm. his own credits and his own separate finances, and I have my my finances. No, I'm, I'm actually what what we would call in 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 Spanish tacaña. In that it's, I'm not sure which is the word in in English. Tacaña. Tacaña is when you when they say that you're not very generous with money, but I just forgot. Oh, the word that you're in like, uh, hey, what would be the term for that? If you're a sting, would that be the word? Well, maybe Chris? the thing is that mm. stingy, stingy regarding no, there's a word, but I just forgot it. But I'm I'm regarding lending money. I really don't like to lend money because usually, like, you lose not only the money but usually the friendship. So I yes. prefer like to do it only in very specific cases and in specific ways. Like the only person I have lent money that was a successful loan to say it in some way was my best friend Alejandra and we really signed a contract and we agreed that we would have like the like the inflation rate as interest and it's funny but having this formal stuff really really helped her to pay me on time I actually she paid me before time and we we, we never had like not even a small discussion about this I, Instead, I have met people that really have lost even houses because of trying to help other people. So, so That's it's good to be kind, wow. but but you do have to know your limits. There is a uh, a chart that we use here, and I would like to know if this is the same experience you have in Mexico. Uh, if you can picture in your mind one of those charts, those line charts where it starts in the left and moves to the right. You draw two lines. They basically make a big X. One of the lines uh -huh. starts high and over time goes low. One starts low and over time it builds up. The, the one that starts high is the lender, the person that borrows. I'm sorry, the borrower, the person that gets the money. The one that starts low is the lender. And what happens over time is the movement is obligation. What it means is when a lender gives you money, the first day, they're like, "Hey, I'm giving you, you know, I'm giving you money. Don't worry about it. Take your time." And the borrower though feels a high obligation, like, "Oh, you're doing me a big favor. Thank you." So they yeah. and their obligation feel very high. But over time, as you move 
out in time, the borrower's sense of obligation reduces. It's like, well, it wasn't that much money, and who cares? And I can't pay it back now, and it fades. But the lender's sense of obligation increases. At first, they're like, oh, don't worry about it. Take your time. And they're like, where's my effing money? And by the end, they're like, pay me. So there's this crisscross. There's a, yeah, and there's this crisscross. And when those two senses of obligation flip, that's the danger point. Because now the lender's like, it's been too long. Pay me my stinking money. <laughs> Muchacho, donde es mi dinero? And then, uh, and then the um, the but the borrower feels less and less obligation. Do do you experience the same thing uh, in Mexico with that kind that of flipping? That is completely true. I mean, you just describe it how it is because actually, when you are asking for money, maybe uh, like if it's a personal lending, let's say, if it's a personal loan. Uh, you will like at the beginning maybe somebody will tell you no i can't and then the second person if if they if they say yes then you will feel like really really grateful because they did you a favor but then uh since since all this was very uh, like a lot of pressure regarding like i don't know the emergency you had or the problem you had and and you needed money for that problem then after time when you solve your problem you don't feel like such an urgency to pay or this person doesn't feel a, like a, a huge urgency to pay and 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 there's when when this thing that you explained this chart happens so uh, I think that like you have to consider there's a post on the Pequeño Cerdo Capitalista blog called uh, are you are you really lending or giving away money because mm. if you're giving it as a present and you don't care if they pay you back then you say okay take the money that's it if you are really lending the money and you really expect it back then you have to really sign some. Okay. So in, in Mexico, we have like this new um, format that they have to pay you back, and that's it. Okay. So we have a great lesson here. Neither a lender nor borrower be. Uh, Sophia, what else can people do to improve their personal finances? Don't be a lender, but what else can they do? I think that in general terms, the the like the golden secret and that is and that's why I like so much profit first because it's a golden secret applied to entrepreneurs and to companies. It's uh it's it's I, we I call it in Spanish quitamelo que me lo gasto that would be something like which I like translate let me translate that let me if you don't mind <laughs> okay. I'll translate that's you yeah, just said perfect. okay. What I just heard is Mike Michalowicz is extremely handsome. <laughs> was, oh, was no. that, I don't. I don't mean to embarrass I, I, you, I wanna, but that's the direct I, translation. I want a set of your headphones. I, I think they are good. Like they are good, good self-esteem headphones. I want some. <laughs> All right. So what? What did that really translate to? Quítame lo que me lo gasto. It's like uh, take it away from my hands. Otherwise, I'll spend mm. it. So that's mm. what you have to do with, with your money. Like, it's not only pay yourself first, which is good, but pay yourself first and put it in a separate account, it's better. So I think mm. that's like the, the real key because even if you try to save and you say you're going to pay yourself first, but you leave your money in the same account as you have, uh, as, as all the rest of your money for your expenses, like sooner or later you'll spend it. So like... It's it's very funny, but like two or three weeks ago, we we like we were really 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 giving a hard time to Paula, my designer in Pequeño Cerdo Capitalista, my graphic designer, because something very funny happened to her. She was like like from the beginning when they started working on on Pequeño Cerdo Capitalista, I told Paula and Julia, the two girls that work with me, okay, mm -hmm. if you really want to work here, you need to have 
healthy personal finances because yeah, really nice. we, we have to be coherent we cannot it's like the person like the the people that work in profit first they are really frugal people because it's important mm -hmm. for the company so these girls they uh the first one like she has her insurance uh she's been saving like for two years actually i really want to congratulate her on her because she's going to new york for her first trip alone like in in a couple of weeks for 10 oh, days tell her to look us up we will yeah. ruin her not financially but we'll party with her oh please do tell her to look That's us up great. Yeah. and and she will be she will be 10 days away in in new york and she paid all her trip and she's really young so it's nice that she has her first trip alone uh but paula she was mm -hmm. like a bit of a mess so paula what she did was like like Julia convinced Paula to open an account, like a kind of investment account that in Mexico is called CETES Directo, that is like the treasury bonds from the US, but from Mexico. Mm -hmm. And you have like no fees for that. And you can save from 100 pesos that now with like the dollar that is so strong around the world would be yeah, like no. zero cents. But well, in the <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but you, you, you can you can start saving like from around eight dollars, like Whatever you want, you can start investing from $8. So it's really, okay. really, really nice. And, yeah. But then Paula started, like she opened her account, but she was convinced that it didn't work out. So she just left and, and some months after, Julia asked her what had happened. And she's like, I don't know, this doesn't work. And I am gonna, and she's like, okay, I'll help you. And then they opened the account and there were like uh, 4,000 pesos. That would be like, I don't know, like $300 and and Paula was like, oh, my God, somebody broke into my account. They are using it for uh, for <laughs> money laundering. I don't know what is happening, blah, blah, blah. And it was her money. Like, she actually could uh, open the account. And they were taking 500 pesos, like $30 every month, every <sighs> every two weeks, $60 a month. And she didn't realize that she was saving already that, that amount. So what I told her is like, okay, there are two problems with you. The first one, you don't know what you right. use money for. And the, right. and the second one, you, you had been convinced that you could not save. And look, like in very few time, because that was like three months or something, you really, you really have some money. And now she's very happy because she will use it for her holidays. And so that money, same... that money was being transferred to another account. She thought it was being stolen, but it was actually her saving her own money. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's interesting. So I love it. So the, what I heard uh, for this lesson is get it out of my hands. Like if I got money in my hands, yeah. you know, idle hands does the devil's work, right? So you got to get out of your hands. Exactly. Any other tips you have for us to improve our personal finances? Don't be the sleeping beauty of the bank. Really start investing as soon as possible. And, and, and please be knowledgeable about investing. Start with simple things because I don't know why everybody, like you tell them invest. And instead of saying, okay, I'm going to start with this like very conservative investment account or with this small savings account. I want to go to Forex. I want to start with Bitcoins. I know like it's, it's like when I buy stocks, it's crazy. So start investing, start step by step, but really do it because like time is money. So if you don't do it, it's, it's going to be very complicated. Yeah, to have all this money sitting at the bank is just such a it's such a waste. But you know, I think some people do it, Sophia, to get confident in themselves. They they haven't had money, they start building it. Uh, they want to see the money accumulating and want not to to for it to be at risk and to lose it because they've lost in the past. They're, they're so fearful of not having money again. How do you get over that mental hump of being afraid to invest money? I think that 
there are two problems. First, you have to realize that if you are not investing right now, you're already losing money because even though right now in the US the inflation rate is really low, whenever the economy starts growing a bit more, it's going to rise. So you, things are going to cost more through time. And if you have the same money saving it in the same account next year, it's going to have like uh, a lower value. So really realize that part. And the second part is you can go step by step. Like you don't really have to go to the highest um like risk options, you can start with very simple options, maybe treasuries, maybe um, like like investment funds that are diversified and that are mostly of like obligations and are and are and have like a very low percentage in, in stocks. Actually, right now it's not really a good time to to invest in stocks in the U.S. because you are listening in the news that the Nasdaq has like the highest. Um, yield in i don't know how from i think that since the dot-com crisis so right now we are in very 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 historic historical high levels but well maybe you can wait a little bit till it falls because gravity works in all markets and maybe start with options but it's very important i think that there's there's something called the double crown in investments and whenever you you start investing Maybe you hear, oh, the stock exchange is giving a lot of money, the mm -hmm. yields are awesome, and then you get excited and you go to the market exactly when the, it's on its top. And then it falls in like a castle of cards, like a house of cards, and then right. you think it's, it's, it's like it was because the stock was very risky. But no, the stock was not risky. You were not knowledgeable about the levels. Of, of the stock market. And right, then you bought some, high when you should really be buying low and you yeah. didn't have the patience to stick it out, it sounds like. And, and that's like the second, like, that's the first crown. The second, the second crown, that's why it's called the double crown. Maybe it goes down, the market goes down, you take your money out with your loss and then somebody starts convincing you again that the stock exchange is already rising and then you go again into the stock exchange and you lose again and then then you do swear that you are never ever mm. go invest in anything not even treasury bonds so that's very important not to like because then you will be cured for life you will never ever take any kind of risk in investments and your money will lose value over time so First, start with very conservative stuff. Start like analyzing the different type of assets where you can invest because it's not the same and, it's, and you need a different timing for gold, a different timing for silver, a different timing for stocks, a different timing for bonds, for everything. No, like uh, it's very important. That's actually my second book is about investments because when I wrote the first one, everybody like started like, oh, great, now I have money. What do what I do the with hell it? Do I do with it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I hear you. We we gotta wrap things up here, but I want to do two more things. First of all, is each person here is gonna throw a little phrase or best Spanish at you, and I want to see if you can translate it back to English for us. So, Christina, okay. your first. Up, <laughs> anything you know in Spanish? I put you on the spot um, here. Donde estas pantalones? <laughs> okay, what she say? What she say? She said in a in a in an awfully cute, beautiful cute. accent. She what said, she? "Donde están? Ah, where are my pants?" Where so, are my pants? That's correct. Yeah. Where are my pants? Chris, so you're I'm up. I'm really worried about this kind of podcast. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know. You have magical earphones, then you don't have pants. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a little Sorry. crazy. Chris, you're up, man. Your best Spanish. I have Cristobal. a double. Cristobal. Right, I have a double. Uh, 
Maria va a la playa and uh, donde esta el no wait uh, <laughs> donde <laughs> es wait no, donde esta is good no I forgot it or though. where is I heard beach that, that would be the phrases because it would be like Maria is going to the beach and where is yeah. she uh, no <laughs> um, yeah donde esta donde is esta she? el baño there we go <laughs> nice what's that Where's the bathroom? That's so that correct. It's very important. You really need to learn to learn to learn that kind of phrase if you are coming to Mexico. <laughs> Donde está la toaleta? And by the way, I was in Mexico and they had damas and caballeros. They had hombres and and um, so and so they have all these different definitions. And I didn't know caballeros was like gentlemen. And mm. I was like, what the hell? All right, here's yeah, mine. Yeah. Uh, Chris le gusta beber leche de gato. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a, a, a kind of a bump for his stomach that he says, Chris likes to drink milk and tecate, that is a kind of beer. So, milk oh, no, and no, no, beer. The, the gato, gato, gato. The gato, gato. But, gato, but gato is cat. Yeah. Yes, he likes, he likes to drink. I he like likes to, to drink, drink cat milk. Cat milk. Oh. I could have ah, said. Leche de gato. Okay. Leche de gato. Okay. Y oh, that's Chris le gusta beber. Oh Chris, uh, Chris le gusta beber leche de cerdo, de gato. No, no cerdo. Y cerdo de, is like de the hombre. little capitalist pig. Ah, de hombre, oh my God. De oh, hombre. <laughs> Chris loves the milk wow. of, of men. Oh, oh okay, my that God, was disgusting. Chris. I'm one of the <laughs> podcast hosts. All right. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Sofia, you are an absolute charm. If people want to learn more about Pequeño Cerdo Capitalista, where do they find out more about your book oh you can find a, uh, I mean the book is on iTunes Amazon it's in Spanish so you if you want to have like a wonderful Spanish like Spanish like now Mike wants to do that he's like <laughs> right. really really close uh, you, you you can read it in Spanish it's iTunes Amazon and also well Google Play and all that in in my my website uh, that is pequeño like like well, yeah, pequenocerdocapitalista.com. There's a small section that is called Los Libros, the books. And there you can also find the first chapter of, of each book. I have like a, a a Facebook fan page, a Twitter account that is also just look look it up like Cerdito Capitalista, like small pig. But anyways, I will I will send a tweet to Mike and he will retweet it and, and that will be easier. And you can also like read one of our latest posts that was about how to have like your payments and your money management, all your, oh, like really, 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 like if you have trouble with, with your you, with your suppliers or with your clients, how to do it well. And it also includes a mention to Profit First because I think that it's a very important tool for all entrepreneurs to be able to organize their money. It's, it's crazy, but I was in Zacatecas, a, a small city in Mexico, not long ago this problem like okay I have like this profit like I mean last month I had like all these sales but I don't know where my money went mm. so, so alright really guys check out her articles Sofia gracias por tu tiempo it was a wonderful time being with you thank you so much gracias thank you so much Muchas. guys I really enjoyed it and, and next time you come to Mexico I'll, I'll buy your tacos oh <laughs> that sounds wonderful gracias Sofia adios amiga tacos are on me bye adios bye Dude, <laughs> my face hurts from laughing and smiling so much. Dude. She is. I. I think I love her. Dude, we're I mean, break. not in like an awkward way. No, absolutely. I just love yeah. her. Um, that was great. So I Skype with her. Yeah, we've been skyping maybe once a month. Um, we're talking about doing a book thing together, and that energy you just heard—that's how she always is. 
Um, you know what blows me away? And I mean, this is always an American thing because most Americans, many Americans speak only one language. When someone speaks your language, but also can get the 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 humor and the the caveats to a language, that always blows my mind. So, you mean when they speak a different language? She is. English is not her native tongue, right, yet she right. gets all the jokes and she can hang in there tight and yeah. stuff. And um, I don't know, that, to me that's always amazing. But she's just a wonderful person. Uh, Christina, what did you learn from Sophia today? Uh, she had so many little helpful tips, but you know, you're responsible for your own financial status. And even knowing just a little bit about money can make your life easier. Yeah. Yeah, you stop blaming the other people. I never heard that saying, don't be the bank's sleeping beauty. Yeah, once you start making some money, don't let it sit in the bank. Um, invest it. But what I really liked is get it out of my hands. That yes. is the principle of profit first. Listen, I know people that survive with no money um, or, or extremely little because that's all they have. Well, we don't have to put ourselves in a dire situation, but take a good chunk of that money, hide it away from yourself. I think you'll impress yourself of how well you can do with very little money. Don't spend it like it's burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah. Put it away. Yeah, exactly. Chris, what'd you learn, bro? Right? Well, I like what she said, invest now. She's like, if you mm. have money sitting there and it's not invested, you're actually losing money. So, um, yeah, that, that was fast. I'm looking forward. I mean, it's just, again, common sense, but I'm looking forward to uh, investing more after I move and, and get settled and everything. Then. Yeah, and you got a little profit coming because you've implemented profit first for yourself right, for a little while dude, now. I got some accounts dude, set up. Dude, end of each quarter, <laughs> end of each quarter, my brother. End of each quarter, take a profit distribution. So end of September is a profit distribution. Right. That's right now ish. So do it. Ish. Party. Ish. Colorado Springs ish. ish. Yeah. Well, no. Don't <laughs> see. No. Don't. Don't waste it on drugs up your nose if that's what you mean with a party. <laughs> I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> nice, please. dude. All right. No, I was, oh, well, I think Colorado, the oh. drug thing. Oh, I, yeah. see. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't miss that. <laughs> you're there, gonna get a bad rap there. from oh, Colorado. God. I know. Oh, Everyone's like, "Oh, we know why you're moving there." <laughs> do, oh, does, do people say that to you? Every, almost everyone. Oh, dude. literally. Swear to God. Right. Yeah. Moving to Colorado. Yeah. Oh, Colorado. Oh. I always knew you. Uh, you like that wacky tobacco. Like, yeah, maybe maybe you know, fifteen, eight, twenty years ago. But come on. <laughs> All right, dudes, we got to rock and roll here. I first want to thank Nextiva, Fundera, and T-Sheets. Yeah. Now, listen, every episode you've listened to of us uh, of ours, you've heard us talk about them. They are truly amazing companies. Nextiva, Nextiva is a voice over IP phone system. Check them out at nextiva.com. T-Sheets is a time-tracking software. It is a big money saver when you know who's doing what for what clients, and it automates the whole process. That's T as in the letter T. Sheets, S-H-E-E-T-S dot com. And then Fundera is a funding source. If you need funds to expand what's working in your business and you want to grow it and make more revenue based upon that, that's a great time for a loan. Fundera goes and shops it out for you. You do one application. They source it for you. They get the funds. They come back to you. That's F-U-N-D-E-R-A dot com. Chris, tell us a little bit about you so people can learn more about your cool podcast. Yeah, man. I produce podcast shows uh, for business authors and uh, some other folks who I can't... Uh, why can't you say on. them? Like, why, why, um, you, well, it's Your not, voice gets all weird. No. <laughs> it's, it's a big, big, big corporate company. And oh. we're, we're just getting started. And I don't know if I'm allowed to mention it yet. Is it Enron? Um, it is... It is not. <laughs> it is not. Emma. But yeah, podcasting. Fractalrecording.com. If you have any questions about podcasting, give me a call. Yeah, and I, I got to give you a plug. The most important platform for marketing and getting the word out on my own books 
has been working with Chris and doing a podcast. Yeah. If you are an author, do a podcast and do a professional one. Totally. I mean, hold on one second, one second. Here's professional right now. Bruh. <laughs> I like that. Now, yeah, yeah. Professional meaning is the quality and you can just be your true personality on it. It gets people intimate with you and resonating with you. Totally. And if you want to learn more about what I'm doing and Christina's doing, we're wearing the shirts today again. ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. We are a membership organization of... Um, I almost forgot of <laughs> accounts and bookkeepers. I, I was going to plug Ron during this episode. We just had a new member join us. If you have a business and you surely do, and you want to be more profitable and you surely do go to profitfirstprofessionals.com, click on find, and we will hook you up with an account or bookkeeper. You need them anyway, but an account or bookkeeper that will drive profit in your business. Get that money. Get that money. Right. Who would have don't, don't be a bank sleeping beauty. Totally. You're going to hit this one. No, way late. I, way late. Christina, uh, thank you. That was awesome. Oh so, by God. the way, you can find I feel our, safer already. <laughs> our sorry, podcast bro. is on iTunes and Stitcher. Go ahead and subscribe. You can even rate and review us, too. Yeah, more than even. Please do that. We want your rating and reviews. It yeah, helps, we need okay? People Hold it there, cracker boy. I'm not finished. I'm uh, serious. Do the re- Obama the listens to our show, so and our profitfirstpodcast.com is the website. We have a we have so many great episodes. This is so much fun. Thanks for listening. And Mike, take us home. Dude, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Everyone, today's the day. Take your profit first. And get <laughs> Whoa, psychedelic baby. Oh, oh, I love the bridge. I love the bridge. Hold on. And get your pets your pets no, wait, 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 spayed wait, wait, and wait. neutered. Sorry. Get wait. your pets. This, this goes is the longest, on a long time, dude. I know. It's my favorite bridge oh, ever. so good. Keys going like down. Descending right now. Now it's coming up. Now it's coming up. Oh! <laughs> that is my favorite bridge because you think they would drop like four notes. Yeah. Over four bars, they drop like 50 notes like, over like 100 like bars. 12 octaves or something. Yeah. It's, it's like, geez, just keep on going. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, no. We're going to go down further. There's one more be- note below this. <laughs> All right. See you guys next time. Get Bye. your pets spayed and neutered.